welcome to the Parker J. Cole Show after show, and it's a Q&A with my returning guest, John Fugler. Recently, we broadcast his show, The Pathway to Freedom, and some of you have some very interesting comments and questions to that show, and I want to give John an opportunity to respond to your comments and questions, as well as answer any that you may have, and just let you know that we are listening to you when you are commenting on our shows. We definitely love the interaction that we receive. So, John, thank you for being with me today. Well, thank you. And uh, wow, I'm a little bit scared. You're going to ask questions. I hope I got the answers. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) We're all looking for answers from somebody, right? But what was really interesting about this particular comment, we got it from Jeremy in Dalton, Alabama. Jeremy, thank you so much for joining in the conversation. He says this, I wouldn't say that we're not supposed to feel this way. Scripture even tells us to be ye angry and sin not. You hear it all the time in the military that pain is weakness leaving the body. Another way to view it is that all our feelings, good and bad, are indicator lights for where we currently are and where we need to make corrections. That being the case, our feelings aren't what impede our freedom. No matter how we're feeling, we still have the freedom, the absolute power to think and act in whatever way the situation requires. It's only when we surrender to those feelings, when we let them master us rather than put them in subjection, that our freedom is forfeit. If you'll suffer one more quote, this one from John Wayne, courage is being scared to death and saddling up anyway. And that was a comment we received from Jeremy about our show that we broadcast the other week, John. Hearing that comment, what are some of your thoughts or impressions that you're getting? I think that the important thing is there is whether we're going to yield to those feelings is one thing. Second thing is that those feelings are an indicator. I mean, our feelings are real. That's not like we just stuff them. If we're fearful, we just stuff and say, no, I'm not fearful. He's thinking of John Wayne there. No, I'm, I'm not fearful there. I'm just going to put that stuff that down. <laughs> but yeah, we get afraid. You know, we have pride. We get angry. And those, those feelings are very real. And we have to look and see, I've got those feelings. Where are they coming from? Where is that fear coming from? Where is that anger coming from? And If we let the feelings dominate our lives, yeah, we get imprisoned by them, but we can deal with them and turn everything over to Jesus, you know, under his control and authority, and we can deal with those. So I'm not saying that the feelings that we have are sinful. They're not all sinful. It's when we act out on some of those that we do act out in sin, but we're not, as believers, we're not supposed to all of a sudden just set our feelings aside. But yes, we are supposed to experience those things, but they are indicators of where we are in our heart. Feelings are outward manifestations of what we're feeling in our heart, what's going on in our heart. And so that's what we really need to look at. would love to talk with Jeremy some more about that, but I know he's given this some thought. I can tell by, by his comment. He's been a supporter of the show for a while now. So I always, always appreciate his insight into various topics. We did get another comment from Sheila from Detroit says this, my first thought, how do you define freedom? And if we are like Paul to be content in every way, or as Christians, we will have a Job David experience. We must encourage ourselves. Life will give you the mountains and the valleys. And she says, freedom comes with a price. Sheila, thank you so much for joining in the conversation. John? Freedom comes with a price. I like that. And, uh, you know, Christ paid the ultimate price on the cross so we could have freedom from sin. And I I call these 11 big promises when we're living in freedom. I think I went through them on the show. I come back to these. Freedom means uh, we're fruitful. 
We're experiencing the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, etc. The fruit of the Spirit is so evident in our lives, and we're experiencing freedom. We obey God with joy instead of under compulsion, and we're, we just obey God because we have to. That's not freedom. Our Lord never meant for us to live in that bondage, but he wants us to obey him out of joy, and that's because of relationship or freedom of relationship with Jesus. The pressure to perform is removed, and that especially hits me, in that instead of performing for Jesus and doing all these things because I want to do all the right things, and I have that pressure, that's removed because I have this relationship with Jesus, which is a relationship that is free. And when we're free from that pressure to perform, man, it just, for me, it totally lifted the weight off my shoulders. We don't feel self-imposed guilt because we're not earning God's approval. When we're in prison, we're trying to earn God's approval. We know we can't do that, but we keep trying. And so we're not free. But when we realize that Christ paid the penalty for our sin, we are free in Christ, then we don't feel that self-imposed guilt. And this one I really like is Jesus walks with us, not looking over our shoulder. (laughs) Imagine that. Our Lord Jesus side by side with us, his arm around us, our arm around him, and we're walking together as brothers instead of Jesus behind us looking over our shoulder and scrutinizing every move and every word. So those are just, those are five evidence and promises of living in freedom. And so when I think of freedom, how do I define that? I define that in these ways. It may not be like this one sentence definition, but here is evidence that we are living in freedom. And freedom comes from that intimacy of relationship with Jesus. The knowing Christ, as Paul knew Christ, and man, Paul was a performer, but that wasn't the basis of his relationship with Jesus. He knew Jesus loved him, and he wanted to know him more and more and more, and he lived in freedom. So I guess I would answer that question with back to these promises that I shared on the show and I share here. Another question we received, or actually it's not a question, it's a response that someone made to Sheila's comment. It's Paul from Nipoma, California. Paul, thank you for joining in. He says, Sheila, happily, we weren't the ones who paid it. And he was talking about freedom. Paul, thank you so much for joining in the conversation. If you were going to add a quick thing to that, what would you say? Yeah, you're right. Freedom was paid. The price for freedom was paid through Jesus' death on the cross. It always comes back to the cross. I say that I want to help a million believers know the Christ of the cross, to know the Christ of the cross. That's my goal in life as I share on podcasts and share my books and through Fresh Faith 24-7, not just to know the Christ on the cross. Jesus on the cross is a moment in time. And at that moment when he gave his life, our sins were paid for, and we had that opportunity for victory over sin. That's that moment. And I want to know Jesus in that moment. But I want to know the Christ of the cross. With no beginning and no end, Jesus is eternal. And my whole life can be an adventure of knowing this Jesus and every aspect of him, every bit of his character, looking at the Gospels in a new way, studying every word, every, everything he did. What a great adventure and joy that is. So knowing the Christ of the cross, Jesus paid our penalty on the cross so we could have freedom But the freedom we experience is even greater as we get to know Jesus in all his, all his, all of who he is, all his character, everything. And we, he, he is our friend and becomes, ah, it's a, it's, that is a brand new life. I like how you said that we know Jesus of the cross because it is a moment in time. It doesn't end 
that way. It doesn't stay in that state. You know, Jesus Christ rose from the dead. And I think I remembered saying it on the show how this article said, does your faith rest on finding Jesus' body in the tomb? Well, yes, it does. (laughs) It does rest on that. But thank God they couldn't find his body. If the Jewish leaders of that time could have found his body, they would have happily brought his body and said, hey, he's still there. But what did the angel say? He is not here. He is risen, as he said. So, yeah, I love that you made that clarity. Erica from Roseville, Michigan, says this. When you have been in distress, pain, or felt guilt, but you're not bound by the circumstances, that's what I think of freedom. Erica, thank you so much for your joining in the conversation. John? Yeah, when you're uh, not bound by circumstances and you feel that guilt, boy, that can really tear you up. And again, we got to come back to the cross. If we're not bound by circumstances, what are we bound by? Or what are we freed up by, I should say? Jesus frees us from the guilt. He does. Uh, We just got done talking about that with the the Christ on the cross. And he frees us from guilt. And when we're free, and if we feel guilty because maybe we've wronged somebody, then we can go to that other person. We're free to do that. That's part of, of God's plan, too, for us to reconcile. So we reconcile with him and we reconcile with others. And immediately that that the guilt that is wrapped around us, it's kind of like <clears throat> layers, like a banana, it's peeled right off, you know, and that guilt is gone. And we experience that freedom. So, yeah, I, I'm excited about that. The next comment we received from Denise, and Denise simply says this, freedom comes from Christ, whom the Son set free is free indeed. And I like the fact that she said that, but I know you're going to expand on it a lot better than I would. I'm glad she she used that verse. We are free in Christ. Sun sets us free. We are free indeed. Ah, that word indeed, that's like an exclamation point. We're not just free, but we are free indeed. Oftentimes we don't realize how enslaved we get to sin and enslaved we get to some of the things that, that take us away from Jesus. And we look at those things as as life, but really our freedom in Christ is life with a capital L. Jesus is the answer. It comes down to Christ. We are free indeed. And that is that is true freedom. So amen to that comment. I was thinking too how sometimes we can be bound by personal sins, private sins, and we think I can never get over the pleasure I feel with this particular sin because with the pleasure comes guilt. I know I'm not supposed to be doing it and yet I continue to do it because sin is pleasurable. But then Denise just said it, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. And that's an exclamation point, like you said, that's a statement, it's a declaration that we do not have to be bound by sin. We can live a sin-free life if we simply submit ourselves to the will of God. And a lot of Christians often say, and I agree, that we're not perfect. But the Bible does command us to say, the Bible does say, be ye holy, for I am holy. That's not a request. It's a command. Yeah, that is so hard. I mean, it's, you know, when we do walk and we do sin, and First John uh, talks about that, we're lying if we say we don't. And yet at the same time, like you said, Parker, we're supposed to be holy and we're not supposed to sin and we can, we're supposed to walk that way too. And it's kind of this dichotomy, be confusing sometimes, but one of my heroes of the faith, Dr. Bill Bright, a founder of Campus Crusade for Christ, now called Crew, he says, he always said, keep short accounts with God, keep short accounts with God. So if you do fall into sin, confess it, repent of it and move on. And I think that is, that is the key right there. Otherwise, 
man, the weight of all this. And we kind of say, well, I'm just going to keep moving on. And we pile some more stuff on, pile some more stuff on before we know it. The weight of that sin is just pulling us down so much. That's why when we do confess that sin, there is that sense of freedom. That's like, you just lifted a burden off of my shoulders, off of my soul. And if we do this on a regular basis, then that really does help us. And it keeps us on the path to freedom. And I think of, you know, we talk a lot here about sin. Everybody's going to go, man, I'm, you, all you're doing is talking about sin today. But that does, it does ensnare us. It does imprison us. But as I mentioned in the interview when we were together, a couple other areas that do the same thing that keep us from experiencing freedom is pain. And that's not something that we've, that we've done, but that is done to us. And the pain that we're experiencing of, I interviewed somebody the other day, they lost their son their young son, and that was painful, and yet they've come through that. There's pain, maybe we've been abused. There's pain, uh, so many ways that pain can be afflicted on us, and we need healing in that case. It's not like we need to go to the Lord and just say that we're confessing the sin of pain. No, no, that's not sin. We need to just ask and take God's healing, his healing touch, and that gives us freedom when there's pain in our lives. So that's such an important thing to know. So we're not saying, oh, it must be me. It must be I'm walking in sin. That's why I'm not free. No, maybe there's a deep-rooted pain that is really at the core right now. It keeps going deeper and deeper and, and releasing that to God, discovering that pain and, and asking him to heal it through his Holy Spirit. Wow, that is so freeing. Amen. Then our final comment comes from Nathan Khanna in India, and he says, what stops me is being jack of all trades and master of none. And that was his comment. And I wasn't quite sure what he meant. So maybe you have some insights into that. Hmm. What stops me is to be a jack of all trades and master of none. So maybe he feels like he's trying to do so much for the Lord and serving him so much as a believer and quantity of things is how he measures his relationship with Jesus. I, I don't know. I don't want to read into that. Uh, we can get that way. I mean, I came out of a very much of a serving Christ uh, life, and the more I served him, the closer I thought I was to him, and that wasn't true. And yeah, you can you can get so much going here that you're really using that activity to get away from coming to Jesus and having that personal, intimate, vulnerable relationship with him where you're totally opening up. I can see that. So I don't know if that was his question, but hey, I thought I'd take a shot at it. <laughs> and I'm so thankful for Nathan, too. He's been a supporter of mine for a long time. He is a Indian apologist as well as a wow. marketing expert, and we've talked for a long time. So I always appreciate his insights into things, particularly coming from the Eastern perspective. So I really appreciate his insights. And John, I just wanted to share these Q&A and comments with you. I think it's always good to let our listeners know that we are listening, that we do care about what you say. And if we can respond to you, we will. So I just want to thank you, John, for doing this quick Q&A with our listeners and supporters today. And for those of you, if you want to hear the full show, you certainly can by clicking on the link below. I'm actually going to upload this on YouTube, so just follow us on YouTube by subscribing to PJC Media. John, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for this. Go ahead and let the people know where they can find you. Sure. Go to freshfaith247.com, freshfaith247.com, and sign up for a free devotional I send out three times a week to start your morning right, and we'll get you loaded into Fresh Faith and continuing that walk with Jesus into a more intimate relationship.
And thank you so much for joining me for this edition of the Parker J. Cole Show After Show Q&A with John Fugler. You can find him online at FreshFace247.com. Thank you so much for being with me, and I cannot wait to have you back with me, John, and have you back real soon. And to our listeners on the, out there, you have a wonderful, absolutely glorious, blessed day. And God bless. <laughs>